1: It is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We will be joined in just a minute by Dwayne Long. First, if you have yet to give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes, please do so. If you are on Spotify, please subscribe. If you're listening to this podcast in an article or through 24-7 Sports, you can get it delivered right to your phone. If you subscribe on iTunes and Spotify, that is the way to go. We also have a tremendous promotion that finishes up today. They get bucknuts for 60% off the entire year. You pay $42.96 for the year. Cannot get a better deal than that. As promised, we are joined by the lovely and talented
0: Dwayne Long. Dwayne, how goes it? Huh. A little bit better today. I mean, it cooled cooled down a bit. We were, we were just, I mean, come on, man. It was hot. Now we now gotta cool down. I want to tell everybody out there right now that uh if I have, I usually isolate myself away from my dogs, but uh, they're here right now. So if you hear barking, you're not hearing things. It's my dogs.
1: They are Buckeye fans. We all know this. They used to be a standard on Bucknuts Front Row Radio back in the day. Dwayne, the state of Virginia will not play high school football in the fall. We're not going to get into that too much, but it's important to us for several reasons. One, Travion Henderson, the running back out of the Richmond area, who is committed to Ohio State. Will not play football in the fall. He instead will train. There was some talk of him transferring to find a place where he could play. There was some talk of him possibly trying to graduate early. First, your thought on Travion Henderson not playing football for the next
0: 12 months. It's, it, it hurts him. It hurts us. Because this, this is a kid, the way I understand it, he did not play running back until last year. This guy needs reps. Now, that doesn't mean I'm for him going somewhere like there's IMG. That would be great. But we don't know who's going to be playing football. He doesn't need to be making a decision. I mean, if if it was your kid, I know if he was mine, I, wait, wait, wait. Now, that might mean we got to make some some changes we don't want to make, but we got to see. Now, if Florida's going to be playing football, uh, maybe you want to think about that. But – I mean, no, uh, you know, he, he just got to do what he's going to do. Uh, hopefully it will zero him in on us even more. And I, I don't think he's going anywhere anyway. He's made no noises uh, about, about going anywhere. But, yeah, it would have been nice to have this kid on the football field. again. look what he did in his first year as a running back. He became the best back in the country. He's, he's one of the five, six best backs I've seen in about the last three years. I mean, he's right up there. And just an elite kid that can come in and have an impact right away, he'd have an even better chance of making an impact if he was playing football this fall. So I, what I would do if I was a parent in this situation, I would look at my options, see what's out there. And if I could get my kid somewhere where he could play football, we could afford to make it happen, I, I would try to do that. I just don't see that happening. Right now, I just stay with the plan, keeping his uh, training regime up so he comes in at least physically well. And here's another thing to add to it An- uh, it's a year of not getting hit. So there is that plus. You know, I still would like to see him play football this fall. So as his parent, I would. It's just how we could make that happen, where we could make that happen. See, here's another thing uh, Florida, going down to play IMG, that's one thing. Going to Kansas, that's not going to do much for him. You know, so it, it, you just keep it fluid and keep the options open and look at the financials and, and, uh, and see what happens. It's, it's just now the end of July.
1: You briefly touched on it there. What do you make of the argument that because of his position of running back, and there's a lot of people who believe you only have so many carries in your body, that he'll be more fresh coming in as a freshman, and actually the lack of hits, as you mentioned, will end up being a benefit. Is that
0: possible? I I absolutely believe that. I I remember Marshall Falk being interviewed, and the guy's just just sharp, highly intelligent kid. Uh, They said, when's the last time that you did not feel football? And he said, before the first time I ever touched a football as a running back. It takes its toll. We're looking at guys – I mean, what, two years ago, Dan, we're talking about Todd Gurley – and and uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott being the two best backs in the league. But we're not talking about that anymore. Todd Gurley is already – he came into the league beat up out of Georgia from all the carries he had down there, and, and he's gotten even more beat up. Running back, you got guys out there, we've seen them. Chase Young can run down a back from behind. He's 265 pounds. Guys like that hitting you 300 times a year, 250 times a year, and, and that doesn't count catching passes, that's going to take its toll. I think I saw somewhere, it's been years ago, that the average running back is in the league three and a half years. That doesn't really surprise me. Sit down yourself and think about the best college backs you saw five years ago. Are they still in the NFL? Most of them are not. You just get beat up. So that is a plus, and he carried the ball a good bit, good bit last year. So that is the one plus that can come out of this. is is no wear and tear, no more wear and tear before he arrives in college. The kid's instinctive as he could be. So, you know, you just like to get more reps in there. Practice makes perfect.
1: There was also some discussion, and we're speaking hypothetically here, that he might try and graduate early. If Travion Henderson was in the running back's
0: room for Ohio State this season, what do you think he would do? I think he would would have an impact. This guy, you've got to realize how talented this kid and how – easy the transition from high school to college is. I don't think it's any easier at any position than running back. It's such an instinctive thing. If you can run at the high school level, probably going to run well at the college level. I mean, you you just got to look at that and experience is everything. Reps are everything. But still, this is an immensely talented kid. And I don't know if we have such a, a running back room right now that he wouldn't have an impact. I mean, I think uh, uh, Trey Sermon is going to be number one. Who's going to be number two? I don't know. We got guys that are beat up. Knees are are bad, you know. The only thing worse is Achilles tendon. We got some guys that are coming off knee injuries. He's going to come in perfectly healthy. So um, the next best thing to him playing high school football this fall, and I do believe the number one thing would be try to get him on the field if we can. If it's, if it's feasible, uh, for him to graduate early and come in so he can be here for spring ball. i are going to take a quick break. Be right back.
1: Dwayne, Ohio State's class of 2021, still ranked number one overall. There's been several names we've discussed a ton. What commitment in the class of 2021 are we not talking
0: about enough? It was that when when, uh, you brought this up as a possible subject today, I, I didn't even need to look it up. Ben Chrisman. Ben Chrisman is an outstanding offensive lineman. He's not doing the, the, the dog and pony show, so he's not going get, to get the ratings that, that other guys are, are getting, the rankings other guys are getting. Ben Christman is, I look at a kid that's so well prepared already. You don't have to strip him down and start over. He moves his feet. He's got balance. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's just a special uh, offensive lineman. His level of competition is always going to be a question, but here's the thing, Dan you've been doing this as long as I have. How many high school linemen are running into guys that are going to give them a lot of trouble at the high school level? They're just not. So, you know, they say, well, his level of competition is is not good. Yeah. Well, uh, unless you're elder or or St. Ignatius or somewhere like that, uh, you know, here in the city in the Dublin schools, Hilliard schools, you're not, they're just not going to see guys that are, Big enough, let alone athletic enough to be scholarship players. So it can get overblown, in particular with offensive linemen. He's dominant. He's got so. Like I said, you never see this kid reach. That is a killer. You reach, you're gonna get killed. It's over. Anybody that knows what they're doing, anybody that's a superior athlete, as especially one with some experience, he's gonna blow right by you. You don't see Ben reach Ben Chrisman. Uh, he bends his knees and he moves his feet. No reaching, he's always on balance when he makes contact. I believe this kid can be a left tackle. I believe he's getting terribly underrated, and it was easy for me to come up with his name when uh, when you asked him that question.
1: When I asked the question, I did so after uh, checking out some video of the guys, and my vote's going to be for Mike Hall from Streetsboro. I would really encourage everybody to go watch his tape If you want to see a man among boys, even as a junior, this dude has some really dominant qualities. He's more athletic and explosive off the snap than any of the defensive tackles I can think of that they've recruited recently. I could even see him getting some snaps at defensive end. He's that explosive. The idea of putting Mike Hall with Mick Moratti and Larry Johnson screams to me of a future high NFL draft pick. And I think he has a chance to come in interior-wise and be the most dominant defensive lineman they've had in the mix for quite some time.
0: If I, did, if I wasn't already convinced, as soon as I read the question on Ben Chrisman, if I'd have looked over the list like you did, I would have probably picked Mike Hall. He would be my number two for sure. Just an underrated kid. And like you said, he's dominant. He's throwing people around. He he and you the explosion is so important for defensive linemen. And the kid comes off the ball. He's winning before uh uh the quarterback's got the ball good because he's just so explosive. He's beating the guy in front of him. Yeah, he's I I agree with you. He's just these are the two guys for me.
1: And you can see technique-wise, he's a little bit straight up right now and such. But in terms of what there is to work with and who he's going to be working with, Mike Hall is going to see himself have a chance to be a very wealthy man in the next three to four years. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Buck Brothers.